And another thing too, my impression is that there needed to be more room. Uh, we see here from uh, 1959, a new hall is completed. Uh, it's called the A.Y. Glide Memorial Hall after mm. uh, donation from uh, Mr. Glide. Right. Would you agree that, that there was this need for ah, expansion? Yes. yes, there was a great need. And uh, keep in mind too, about this time, um, Gough Whitlam was the Prime Minister and um, it was only a case of asking for money and you received it. So what with donations and bequests and bursaries, um, we were able to build that very, very fine hall, the A.Y. Glide Memorial Hall. And um, we started off uh, a um, manual arts which was very well equipped really. Al Stoker was the uh, manual arts teacher and he did a very fine job and he built for instance that um, dinghy which I think is uh, shown in the book um, well not he, the kids with him and um, the swimming pool was um, started and um, a quite good practical two-story building at the rear of the hall uh, for the actual teaching. And so we were able to then completely move from the hostel down to a, a separate entity, which was again a very good move because um, it allowed for far more involvement with the kids than what we did have. So, um, and those, um, that went off very, very well. I do would like to mention here, John, that um, I had a, a lot of um, very, very satisfactory uh, liaison with the what was then called the Commonwealth Acoustics Laboratory, and a chap by the name of Les Bond, particularly, he would come down very regularly, uh, adjust hearing aids, um, help kids uh, do audiometric surveying, and um, one way and another, it, it uh, was a very, very good uh, relationship. Uh, he, um, re I don't know whether he retired, but the Commonwealth Acoustic is now called Australian Hearing. Have you ever heard of that now? Uh, um, as a matter of fact, I just inherited a hearing aid from them the other day. You mentioned <laughs> last time. I wanted to talk to you about your experience as 